everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, a special Equipped for Change edition. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. On today's episode, I wanted to talk about a, um, a saying that I hear people say a lot when it comes to um, trauma or, or um, things that are quote unquote unthinkable. Um, and, and they normally say, I can't imagine. I can't imagine what you feel like. I can't imagine what you're going through. I can't imagine um, what that does to you. I can't imagine how much pain you're in. I can't imagine. And the reason why that is so um, profound and, and the reason why I want to talk about it is because usually when people say, I can't imagine, they're saying that they they can't, they've never been in a situation like yours. They've never walked in your shoes. They don't understand how they could say the right thing because they've never experienced it personally and therefore they don't feel qualified to speak on it. Um, so they, they just want to say, you know, that is so horrible, I just can't imagine. But here's the thing, when it comes to change, when it comes to creating a world where everyone is welcomed and when everyone's um, pain is, is accepted as real, and especially when it comes to diversity and equity, inclusion and belonging and social justice and, and, and ways in which people need to feel safe in the world, you have to imagine. I need you to imagine. In this day and age, especially dealing with a global pandemic and COVID-19 and the fact that death, the death rate is well over, I think 180,000 by now. Um, and there are people who are losing loved ones and unable to, to, to go to funerals or to celebrate weddings or to celebrate birthdays or to hug people that they miss and they love because of the fact that they're afraid of contracting a virus or, or making someone else sick. Um, when there are people who, black people, who are still being shot and murdered um, by police, and, and subject to discrimination and systemic racism, when there are people who are being unfairly victimized and penalized because they don't have enough savings built up to not work and not put themselves and their family at risk, if they don't have the resources available to navigate an online or completely virtual working environment or, or schooling environment for their kids. There are so many things that are going on. When people say, I can't imagine, that means that you're not going to do anything about it. That means that you are, in, in essence, absolving yourself from the responsibility of making something better, of working to see how we can make something better. So when you say, I can't imagine, I need you to imagine. I need you to imagine what it's like to have people dismiss you and, and disparage you and to believe that you're less than just because of the way you look. I need you 
to imagine what it would be like to lose a brother or a son or an uncle or a grandfather or a best friend or a husband or a boyfriend just because they went out to the store and didn't come back. I need you to imagine the pain of feeling as if you are invisible in a, in a country who routinely and systematically takes from you, takes your gifts and your talents and your abilities and profits from it, but does not want to recognize you as being fully human. I need you to imagine the, the trauma that you go through looking at images and movies and, and pictures and media reports. And every time you see people who look like you, they are being portrayed in a negative light. They are being called thugs. They are being called criminals. They are being called murderers. They are being shown not in their glory of in, in light of the best of them, but they are being shown and disparaged by their worst, the people of the, the, the worst characteristics that they could, all, they could possibly have. I need you to imagine what it would feel like whenever you go to school or you go to work and you are automatically dismissed as being less than and that your presence there is saying that you are not deserving of being in your position. I need you to imagine what it feels like to have your work and your voice dismissed and discounted over and over and over again. I need you to imagine what it feels like to have to justify your humanity. I need you to, I need you to understand what it feels like. I need you to imagine what it feels like to walk a mile in our shoes. And this isn't just about race. This is about any time when anyone is going through a traumatic experience, when people have lost it all because of stock market crashes and market crashes, when people have lost loved ones through by being in, 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 in horrible storms or because of, of, of issues and, and, and events that have happened where they're in the crossfire. I need you to imagine because our minds are so powerful that whatever we imagine, whatever we envision, those are the things that we work to make a reality. It's not because we decide, oh, well, I'm gonna build this. Before we build anything, before we create anything new, we envision it in our minds. And if you can't imagine what it feels like to be someone who is experiencing trauma or pain or systemic racism or discrimination or who is being excluded because of anything about them, not just their race, but their gender or their sexuality or, or who they choose to love, whatever it is. If you can't imagine the pain, if you can't imagine the trauma, if you can't imagine how wrong it is, then you can't envision doing anything about it. You can't envision locking arms and joining ranks to change laws. You can't imagine thinking about things differently so that you don't end up perpetuating the same type of racism and discrimination and sexism and marginalization of people that occurs every single day. If you can't imagine, you will find yourself justifying the fact that anyone is shot by police for any reason, you will find yourself saying, well, if they hadn't done, then maybe. 
If they weren't this type of person, then maybe. If they didn't say, then maybe. If you can't imagine, you can't empathize. If you can't empathize, you can't see the human in each person. If you can't see the human in each person, you cannot identify what is wrong and what needs to be changed. So saying I can't imagine is a cop-out. Saying I can't imagine is a way for you to exercise the privilege of not having to go through it. And therefore, you don't, you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to deal with the pain. You don't have to deal with the, the stress. You don't have to deal with the mental anguish. But if you listen, if you empathize, if you sympathize, if you connect, if you see it, not through your lens, because each of us has our own experience and that, that shapes the way we see things and the way we see the world. If you see it by opening your eyes to other experiences and accept their truth, believe them, and then learn from it and finally act on it. We cannot change systems and policies and procedures just by continuing to talk about them. We need action. And when you look at change, the first part of being equipped for change is being able to recognize that there is change that's necessary. That's the first thing. And when you look at the second aspect of being equipped for change, you don't come to the realization that change is necessary unless you feel connected to what is, what, is, what is needing to be changed. This is a human issue. This is a people problem. This is something that we all need to look at differently. And so my speaking out when it comes to diversity and equity and inclusion and belonging and systemic racism and, and anti-racism and, and discrimination, my speaking out about these things is not just because I'm always focused on, on, on issues of race or color. No, it's because these are things that are important to building a solid foundation of how to create a world and a workplace that is gonna be better for everybody. If you are fighting against basic rights of someone to feel safe in their home, of someone to feel safe going to the store, of someone to feel as that they are not going to be unjustly targeted just because of what they look like or what their name sounds like or where they're from, or their lineage, or their past. You don't know someone's past just by looking at them. You don't know what type of tickets or outstanding warrants I may have just by looking at me. You don't have that kind of information. You don't know anything about my capabilities and my journey to how I got to where I am just by meeting me. All of those things that come into play and that are used as, as excuses after the fact to justify truly inhumane behavior and treatment, those are things you find out afterwards. We look at people 
and we judge them. We look at people and we make assumptions about them based on the stories that we have told ourselves and have allowed ourselves to believe. We make all kinds of snap judgments. But what I need you to start doing, what I need you to start changing about yourself is I need you to stop saying, I can't imagine when it comes to something horrible. And instead, maybe say, I can't imagine that this person isn't worthy of, of equal consideration. I can't imagine that this person can't be welcomed and, and celebrated as an individual. I can't imagine that the, these people cannot be afforded an equal opportunity at just being successful. I can't imagine that people aren't treated with dignity and respect just because of who they are. I can't imagine that everyone is not included when we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I can't imagine that people aren't able to live lives in safety and security. I can't imagine that people aren't able to just go where they need to go and do what they need to do without fear of not coming home. I can't imagine that people aren't unjustly targeted simply because of the way their name sounds or because of the color of their skin or the way they wear their hair or, the, or where they live or where they're from. I can't imagine that people have to deal with the trauma of being who they are. I can't imagine that people are, have, are being subjected to seeing images on television and in the media that are constantly putting them down and telling them that they're not worth anything. I can't imagine a world like that. I can't imagine a world where, where companies don't see me as being valuable unless I'm contributing to their bottom line. I can't imagine that. Why don't we shift what we can't imagine? Let's not normalize discrimination. Let's not normalize racism. Let's not normalize people being seen as less than and treated as less than. Let's not normalize people paying lip service to change. Let's hold people accountable. Let's hold companies and organizations accountable. Let's hold our elected officials accountable. How about we can't imagine a world where people are suffering? How about we can't imagine a world and a society where people are seen as expendable? How about we can't imagine that? Because when we talk about being equipped for change, a huge part of being equipped for change is understanding that you have to connect with other people. You have to connect with what it feels like, what it would be like for you to go through the same thing if you're really going to personalize the need for change, if you're really going to do the work of change. And unfortunately, we shouldn't need to experience it for ourselves, for us to really pay attention to it and to really work for it, but that's the way people work. That's the way people are. If you can't imagine it, if you can't feel it, if you can't personalize it in some way, then it's easier to dismiss it.
that's just the way it works. That's just the way it is. And so understanding that about people, understanding that about us, understanding that about the way in which this world has been set up and the systems have been perpetuated for centuries. Because I'm not just talking about the U.S., I'm talking about the world in general. Because when you look at human nature, human nature is human nature. We have to make a commitment to change. We have to make a commitment to thinking about others and empathizing with others. We have to make a commitment to being compassionate, not just for people who look like us, not just for people that we feel like we can identify with because they are in alignment with our beliefs or in alignment with our vision of the world or in alignment with our backgrounds or in alignment with the people that we have surrounded ourselves with. We have to look at this as a people issue as a humanity issue. If you can't imagine a world where everybody is treated equally, where justice means that everybody gets a shake at being treated equally, the same punishment for the same crime, or at least looking at people's situations to understand what we need to do, Understanding that Flint, Michigan, not having, still not having clean water after all of these years in the midst of a global pandemic is unacceptable. I can't imagine. Those words absolve you of action. I can't imagine what you're feeling. I can't imagine what you're going through. Those words let you off the hook. I can't imagine what that must be like. I can't imagine what that must feel like. Those words give you a pass. But what if we change the meaning? What if we change the focus? What if we looked at this and we said, I can't imagine not being treated, not everyone not being treated equally. I can't imagine racism and discrimination not being a priority. I can't imagine unequal treatment of people because of their race or their gender or their background or their sexuality being accepted. I can't imagine our world being this messed up. I can't imagine that in the midst of a global pandemic, you have people who are making money hand over fist and those who are being, who are losing everything because they did not make a, 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 a living wage that would ensure that them, them and their families could actually live and eat and not just survive, but feel a measure of comfort in knowing that whatever came their way, they could actually deal with it. I can't imagine that in this day and age, in one of the richest countries in the world, that there are people who are, are having issues eating every day, that there are children who, if they are not in school, do not have three meals a day. I can't imagine that this is our country. I can't imagine that this is our world. I can't imagine that we are allowing this to continue. What about the outrage in that direction? What about being able to not be able to imagine a world where this is just not right? Let's change the narrative. Let's shift the focus. 
Let's start looking at this differently. And instead of saying, I can't imagine, as a way of justifying us pulling back and not doing anything to make this different, how about we can't imagine why we're not already there yet? How about we can't imagine why we're still dealing with the same issues? How about we can't imagine that we're still dealing with police brutality against black and brown people? How about we can't imagine why racism and sexism and discrimination and, and, and ableism <laughs> is still a thing? How about we can't imagine that? And then we get about getting off of our behinds and start making strides and taking action to make changes. Let's do the difficult work. Let's get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Let's look at this as this is something that impacts all of us because all lives matter. That means black lives matter. That means brown lives matter. That means everyone who is in crisis, your lives matter to the point that we have to do something about this because I can't imagine that we're still dealing with this in 2020. I can't imagine that we are still grappling with these issues in 2020. I can't imagine that we have let this go so far and so long that we have fallen to such depths that we are where we are at this moment of reckoning. I can't imagine that we fell asleep at the wheel and therefore this is continuing. I can't imagine that we have sunk so low that we haven't even realized what's been going on under our noses. I can't imagine that I was asleep for all of this time. I can't imagine that I didn't realize what was going on. I can't imagine that I didn't realize and recognize the suffering. I can't imagine that I have not done as much as I could. What if we can't imagine that? What if we can't imagine a world where we're complacent and we're complicit? What if we can't imagine not doing what is necessary in order to bring about change? What if we can't imagine not putting our money and our resources and our time and our efforts where our mouth is and stop paying lip service and instead doing the work to be of service? What if we can't imagine companies who do more than just issue statements? What if we can't imagine us being in a society where we are all against racism? We are all against discrimination. We are all trying to do what we can to promote equity and equality. Let's shift what we can't imagine. Because whatever we can envision in our mind, whatever we can create in our imagination, that is what's going to become our reality. As we think, so we are. So let's start shifting our mindset. Let's start shifting what we can't imagine. Let's start changing the narrative about what we can't imagine. 
and instead start envisioning something better. Start envisioning something new. Start painting a picture of your mind movie of success that shows equity, that demonstrates diversity, that fosters inclusion, and that supports belonging. Let's change that. And so when we say, I can't imagine, instead of it being a way for us to step back and describe how we can't connect with your pain and we can't imagine your trauma and we can't see a world where things are gonna be different. Maybe, let's stop doing that and saying, I can't imagine a world where it's not right. I can't imagine a world where we're not all together on the same page. I can't imagine a world where we don't hold people accountable. I can't imagine a world where we are not locking arms and walking hand in hand to make things better. I can't imagine a world where we're not committed to change for the better and supporting it in the long term. Let's change that. Let's shift that. So the next time you want to say, I can't imagine, why don't you make sure that saying I can't imagine is not a way of further marginalizing someone else's pain and trauma because you're protecting yourself. And instead, let's start saying we can't imagine that the status quo that has been normalized is going to be continued. And let's do the work to make things better and make things different because that's what's required. That's what's necessary. You change your mindset, you master your success. You equip yourself for change by doing the work and understanding the catalyst, the transformation, and the next normal of application. We need to start thinking differently. We need to start thinking better and we need to start doing differently and doing better. When we know better, we do better. It's up to us collectively. It's up to us individually. It's up to us to get this right. This is the right time. We are at a crossroads of the perfect storm and everyone is at a heightened state right now. And it's up to us to figure out what are we gonna do? And what are we going to imagine that's better so that we can create something that is better for us all? The work that I do with organizations and individuals and teams and groups about equipping people to embrace and manage change. It's about changing mindsets. It's about changing the way people think. It's about helping them to become comfortable with the notion of being uncomfortable and sitting in it and, under, and, and, and dissecting it to find out what can I learn from this and how can I become better as a result of this. I talk about racism, I talk about systemic discrimination. 
I talk about diversity, equity, inclusion. I talk about how to meet your goals, how to create a new strategic plan and a new vision of success, how to create an action plan that is gonna get you from where you are now to where you envision that you wanna be. I speak, I conduct learning sessions. I work with companies over the long term to actually set things up so that we can sustain success in the future and sustain the change in the future. I do all of it. And I do it all because I can't imagine a world where people are left behind. I can't imagine a world where people are struggling. And I can't imagine a world where people are not given the tools and the opportunities to create something better. That is what I can't imagine. What is it that you can't imagine? And what is it that you can imagine that will fuel you and push you towards a better world? I hope this has been helpful. I'm Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Contact me via social media or on my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. As always, stay safe, stay sanitized, and stay sane. Until next time.